This is the Transcend in Life podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson, taking you from fear to freedom. Hey, hey, what's happening, guys? Welcome back to Tuesday Tune-Up. We are here today with Lisa Ryerson and J.M. Ryerson. (laughs) I thought I'd start off different and introduce you first this time. Thank you. That's really nice of you. I don't know why. It's just you get in a pattern and I'm following just I introduce myself and I was like, you know what? I think you deserve to be introduced first. Well, that's very thoughtful of you. I appreciate that. Well, you know, sometimes uh, when it comes to leading a show, you have to change it up a little bit. But I was trying to find a good way to segue into what we're talking about. It was not done well. (laughs) We're going to be talking about leadership today. Um, This would be arguably one of my favorite subjects. I I mean, I could talk about this pretty relentlessly. (laughs) I know you look really excited. But there are so many characteristics and qualities to be a good leader. But I wanted to break it down, and I love acronyms, as you well know, because it makes life easier to remember. Like, okay, if I'm going to be a great leader, what's something I can remember? And today is something that is, it's ICE, I-C-E. So we all use ICE all the time, but this is specific for your leadership drink. (laughs) Oh my goodness. <laughs> Is that another bad dad joke? Bad. Which, oh, your dad jokes have gotten so bad. Well, you guys be the judge. Apparently that was another bad dad joke. <laughs> Maybe it is, but it, it is funny around the household right now because quite literally I try and come up with as many <laughs> bad ones just to keep my, my family <laughs> entertained. I don't, well, I wouldn't call it entertainment, first of all, but second of all, I don't know what happens. Like, do you turn 42 and all of a sudden the bad dad jokes come out? Oh, it just started? So It literally just started, like this year or last year. Maybe it was a COVID thing. I'm going to track it up to a COVID thing. So when this whole pandemic is over, maybe bad dad jokes will go away too. See, you're judging pretty hard on this because <laughs> I will judging. say it has presented and given you so much time and fun stuff to talk about with our kids. Just maybe think of it differently. Just an idea. Like, hey, girl, that one is funny. See? <laughs> you got one. <laughs> that's just, that's true. So anyway, uh, leadership qualities and the the acronym ICE, the first I, what do you think that stands for? Do you have any any idea? Mm, in- intention? Am I no. Close? Although that's a good one. And you know, I am a huge fan of setting your intention every single day. Hmm. It would be integrity. Oh, first few letters were right on point. You were close. <laughs> so obviously integrity is something that we all should have. But as a leader, if you lose that, if your integrity comes into question, you'll lose your, your following. So when I say integrity and you think of leaders, do you have any examples or good, bad, or indifferent of those leaders that have that integrity that you're like, yes, I will follow them because I know they they are what they stand for. They are who they say they are. Yeah, there. I mean, there's a lot of examples, right? A lot of famous people. I'm trying to think of somebody that is, you know, that we know. And um, you're very, I mean, you have high integrity. 
So I always, I always know that you are going to be honest. You're always going to do what you say you're going to do. You, um, you know, if you mess up, you will definitely fess up to it. (laughs) Right. And so you're a great example. I know, I feel like, you know, our parents, your parents and my parents are very, I mean, I've never had a problem in the past with any of them. (laughs) Very high integrity. Okay. And okay. I appreciate that. Thank you. It's a, that is a great compliment. Here's what I would say. It's not always easy to stay in integrity. And here's why. So often as a leader, people want to be liked. That is not necessarily how that works with leadership. So frequently to stay in integrity and be brutally honest, sometimes you're not going to be well liked. That's where I think so often we will maybe say that white lie or maybe get out of integrity because we want people to like what we're about to say. And so leaders, I do challenge you on this because it is not fun all the time to stay integrity. It it sounds like an easy thing to do, right? Like, you know, do what you say you're going to do or stick with, you know, that moral compass. But the truth is sometimes you want to be liked and you just can't as a leader. I don't know. Any thoughts to that? Yeah. (laughs) You know, I think my facial expressions make me stay in integrity because I have a hard time (laughs) being, um, I've been told that many times I've been told that Lisa, your face says it all, all the time. Like I wear my emotions on my sleeve. I, I guess I have facial expressions. Like, so if there's something that somebody is saying that I don't like, you'll see it on my face. And regardless if I sit there and try to stop it, it's like my face is an integrity, if that makes sense. So sometimes it's not the best, right? Because I'll be like, Oof, I'll make a weird face or whatnot. But I am brutally honest. I feel sometimes to a fault. Okay. So delivery, maybe, you know, that's <laughs> what you're saying there. But but the truth is that just means you have to match your words up with it. Because you can't have some facial expression like, ooh, yeah, you're doing an amazing job. <laughs> that's not how that works. Right. So as long as you're matching up your words to those facial expressions, at least people always know where you stand. Totally. Perhaps the judgment piece. (laughs) There's no judgment. (laughs) There's judgment. I've been married to you for a long time. So trust me, there is, but that's okay. That's, you know, you do stay in integrity. The C stands for, go ahead. Really? You're going to quiz me. I thought it would be fun. Hmm. Confidence? No, although arguably a very important characteristic and a leader, <laughs> yes. I'm going to change your ice synonym here soon. <laughs> uh, it would be for courage. As a leader in there, again, you've heard me talk about him. Nelson Mandela immediately comes to mind when I think of courage. Like I'm talking radical courage to stand up for what he believed in, no matter the repercussions. Like I'll be damned. I am... I'm going to just stand for who I, that to me is remarkable because so often it's easy not to have the courage again, to stay in integrity, to stand up for what you believe. And especially in this world where we have so many judgments, we have people cameras on at all times, having courage can, can be something to be, you know, it's, it's not always well rewarded, but it's so important as a leader. 
I totally agree with you on that. Okay. I think you nailed it. I nailed it. Well, you nailed it. <laughs> what are some ways for people to practice being uh, courage? Because it's easy to say, mm-hmm. but it's not always easy to follow through with. So one of the things I always use is courage is like a muscle. It gets stronger the more you use it. And I think this is so true in leadership. And especially, again, if you stay with an integrity, you're completely vulnerable with your group. That allows you to be courageous. That allows you to say, look, I'm scared, but I'm willing to go in this fight with you. Do you have any thoughts there? Because I know courage is an easy thing to say, but there are things we can do to to increase our courage level. Yeah, I agree with that. You, you know, as you said, it's a muscle. So as you continue to practice it, it gets easier and easier over time, right? And I think what happens is when you step out of your comfort zone and you do something that is courageous and then good things happen, you're like, oh, that was great. So the next time you're going to step out further and the next time you're going to stretch that a little bit further. So I think that's really important and start with baby steps, right? So if something is super daunting, maybe not take on that huge, courageous step, you know, I I can't even think of an example right now, but maybe take smaller steps along the way to get to that big step. Well, I'll give you an example. If you want to jump off a 50 foot cliff into water, starting at 50 may be too much. That may be daunting, but starting at 10 and you're like, Oh, I can do that. Okay. Let's go to 20. Okay. Not so bad. 30, 40, but you progress your way up then that 50 is not this big of a deal. But if you go from never cliff jumping to 50 feet, yeah, that's a big deal. (laughs) And, you know, again, I'll I'll give a quick example of that. Eric Creekmore, myself are in Nice, I want to say. We're in Nice, France. And he had looked up best places to go cliff jumping. Now, I've jumped off some pretty high stuff. But when you get to this, you're looking at a wall beneath you. Like you're jumping, you have to jump pretty far out to not hit the wall. And we've never been to Nice. We've never (laughs) been to this area. So we're standing up there before, you know, Oh, I'll follow you. If you go, Oh, I'll follow you. Neither of us were going, let's just be honest. So there's this, uh, little, because he was a smaller guy, a little Frenchman that came up with his girlfriend and they were swimming down below and we're like, Hey, (laughs) Uh, do you ever jump here? He's like, oh yeah, all the time. No problem. And I'm like, do you mind jumping? So we feel comfortable. (laughs) Sure enough. Homeboy like jumps off. No problem. Swims back. I mean, and we're just in awe, like how easy he made it, but it allowed us to get the courage to jump over. So anyway, we totally started to wuss out, but then the Frenchman saved us, which is awesome. So to (laughs) that guy, if you're listening, thank you very much. Um, so what you're saying there is push other people for to be courageous and then you follow suit. Ooh, interesting. Because I don't know if that's true leadership. Ha. Ah, however, ah. The, the E <laughs> in ICE mm-hmm. stands for empower. I empowered that gentleman. I'm sorry I don't know his name, so I'm just going to call him the Frenchman. I empowered this gentleman to show the way. And what do you know? Mm. He did it. I say empower and I... I I don't say delegate. There's a reason it's not ICD. It's ICE because there is a radical difference between empowering someone and delegating. And I will give you credit, especially with our boys, because you empower them 
far better than I have in our parental lifespan (laughs) because so often I'll just do it where you know it's better for them if they do it. So maybe you would definitely be someone, this is something I have to be mindful of. Empowering is not always something I'm great at doing. Rather, a lot of times I'll delegate or I'll just do it myself. So I'm curious to get your take on it. Yeah, that's why we call you the marshmallow. JM is one of the sweetest, softest humans. <laughs> that's, is that a weight joke? It was a turn. <laughs> Maybe. No, <laughs> it's a term of endearment. Um, but yes, you love our boys and you just want to do it for them. Like, don't worry. I got you. You had a long day at school. You had a long day at practice. Like, dad's got you. I'll put away your laundry for you. I'll do this for you. And there are a lot of things that I do for the children as well. But I always, you know, and I'm going to say this on air, I am always thinking about my future daughter-in-laws, the future daughter-in-laws, because I want my kiddos, I want my daughter-in-law to come to me one day and say, thank you so much, you know, for teaching your boys how to be clean and self-sufficient and doing all these things. Like I thank your mom all the time. Although I don't know that your mom empowered you as much, like she took care of you really well. Um, but she also, your parents also taught you how to do things on your own. We were independent. There's yeah, no doubt. Very independent. And so that's what I want to sell my children, right? I guess my biggest fear is them going off to college and not figuring out how to do laundry, not doing dishes, like not knowing what to do to even survive, like simply. <laughs> so I want to make sure that they're, they're learning how to take care of themselves. Yeah, we've seen, unfortunately, great examples of people that were looked at as incredible CEOs, but then they leave and the company crumbles. And this is kind of blasphemy from what they used to say in the 80s and 90s. Jack Welsh was known as the CEO, but when he left GE, it wasn't good. And so the point is, if, if your company has to have you in that role, how strong is the leadership if you're not empowering? And again, I will give you credit. You pushed me specifically with the financial business with appreciation a couple of years ago. You're like, hey, you're actually holding them back. And you're right. So much so now I actually got called out not too long ago for having my hands off the wheel. Um, but the truth is they have become so much stronger and better as leaders. Mm-hmm. By empowering them, by not just delegating, but saying, look, you are as capable as I, if not more so, go for it. It's also leaders. It can be tough from a mental side, the ego side, because again, if you're not being relied upon, are you putting a lot into that? So anyway, it's it's a really interesting idea, but it's it's powerful if you can get it right. So great job with the kids. The fact that they'll go to college and know how to do laundry. That's a hundred percent on you. Uh, me not having to do as many dishes. That's a hundred percent on you. So, right. Yeah. I mean, I haven't done dishes for you. Like you should be really happy about that. Isn't there a saying though, that a company is as strong as their weakest link or there's a, there's something like that. I don't think I got it completely right, but there's something along those lines. I mean, that's certainly one you've heard forever. Any Mm -hmm. team is only as strong as their weakest Mm -hmm. link. So empowering these other parts of your team, these other, uh, you know, whatever their, their title is in the company, people like to be empowered. 
rather than just told what to do. So guys, to really improve your leadership, to really the ice that we're talking about today is having integrity, courage, and empowering. Lise, can you uh, tell them where to go in terms of, I'm going to empower you right oh, here. Always. <laughs> uh, to tell them where to share some of their leadership. Uh, maybe they have their own acronyms of how to improve their leadership skills. Yeah. Email us anytime at info at letsgowin.com. Uh, check us out on our, all of our social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Thank you. Uh, at 360, or Let's Go Win 365. Awesome. You guys, I'd love to hear it. This is a subject I'm very passionate about. Hopefully that acronym really helps you. It's been helpful for me, especially that E part, because that was not always easy for me. The integrity, the courage, no problem. The empowering thing, that thing, thing, <laughs> that, the empowering thing definitely took some practice for me. So anyway, until next time, you guys love to hear from you. Continue transcending life. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening. If this content is delivering value to you, please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us. That helps us build this community, and that is what we are all about. Building this community as big as we can, helping as many people as we can, and deliver as much value as possible. Be sure to head over to TranscendentLifePodcast.com for information on my coaching courses, and make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Let's Go Win 365. Let's go win and transcend in life. This is the Transcend in Life podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson, taking you from fear to freedom.